Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Battis, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the studio. Jim Pokrant, driver of the 07, can't quit fishing.com, sportsman, locally here at Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola, Florida, and 2021 sportsman champion, Ted Baber. Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally here in the short track world, Pensacola, Florida, Five Flags Speedway. What's up, guys? Greetings. President accounted for. Yeah, we've got a, we've got another stellar show, and we're going to save the best for last. Uh, we're going to get uh, kind of caught up with uh, this past weekend uh, in Jim's sportsman world. Um Tell us about what happened this past weekend on Saturday night. Let's see. Crap, crap, more crap. No, I, uh, just a bad night. We just, we started off good. We we went out for practice. We're the fastest car in practice on old tires. Man, I was tickled. Go out to qualify. We pull up. They're taking their sweet time marking tires before they send us out. My car was taped off. It got hot. Got to about 220. Go out to qualify. Sailor off in the corner, reach for the brake pedal, and there's no brake pedal. It's gone. Did non-existent. The rod fell out of my master cylinder, so I had no brakes. Tried to come down pit road, couldn't make it, so I made the decision to just go ahead and qualify. Well, when your motor's 230 degrees and you're qualifying with no brakes, and these new tires, you've got to have brakes because you're driving that thing off in the corner as deep as you can get it. And uh, I qualified. I still went faster, a half a second faster than I've ever gone in that car. But the double zero won the track, uh, got the track record in 1975. I, me and some friends had talked, and we thought maybe a 1980 would be the track record. He went a little bit faster. I believe we could have broke it also had not been for my brake pedal issue. But I, I tippy-toed the car back through the pits and didn't run anybody over, parked it. And uh, we fixed the brake pedal, went out for the feature, qualified fifth, dropped a green flag. I move up a spot. I'm hanging in there. Things are looking good. And then we had a caution. We go back to green. All of a sudden, the car just feels weird. I don't couldn't describe it. Well, ended up cutting a right rear tire, and we end up retiring for the evening. So, you know, I got to apologize to my sponsors, my my uh, uh, Emerald Coast Remodeling and Trim, CanQuitFishing.com, and and. Uh, Rich Bonneberger at All Pools, my uh, tinning sponsor, Premier Window Tinning, and of course Ted and Martin and all my guys because I yelled a little bit on the radio and I apologize to Frank and, and Martin for that. I was a little upset because I couldn't tell that they, for some reason, they couldn't hear what I was saying or understand what I was saying. And I got a little loud and I shouldn't have, but it's part of the game. My crew's good. My people are good. Yeah. But, and Short Track Guys Podcast. Yeah, Short Track Guys Podcast, of course. Got to tell you a really quick thing that happened Saturday night after the races. I'm sulking. I'm not happy. You know, we ran top three in every single race in the last three seasons. Hadn't finished any worse than third. It's the first DNF I've had in probably five years. So, you know, it sucks. But my friend Ben reminded me that we had the roof of Bubba Pollard's car from 2005 to 2007 when he was red. I had a roof, and I wanted to get Bubba to autograph it. Well, Bubba was across. This is after he, he got his accolades. And we walked over, and he kind of got a little choked up. He thought it was kind of cool. He said, man, I've got one of those in my shop. He said, but that's when I used to paint my own race cars and everything. He said, that's cool. And I handed him a pen to do me the honors, and he signed it for me. So I got a really cool red number 26 with Bubba's name on it. Now it's autographed uh, for my man cave. So... I just wanted to share that with everybody, and, and thanks everybody for supporting me. I appreciate all you do for me. We're gonna get, we're gonna regroup. We got three weeks. We're gonna do some changes, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna try to win the next one. Right, but you ended up getting that brake system fixed to to get back out, didn't you? Yeah, we just the rod fell out of the master cylinder. There's a rod that connects the brake pedal to the master cylinder, and mine's adjustable. 
and I think I didn't adjust it enough. And I think what happened is it pulled back. I may have, I may have caught the pedal, uh, brake pedal on my toe wear and pulled it back and the rod just fell down and that connects the brake pedal to the master cylinder. So there's no brakes. Scary. Not a, not a comfortable feeling at all. No. I, if it during the race, I definitely would have quit. But I was just trying to qualify. There weren't very many cars out there. I figured, hell, I could just qualify. And I still qualified respectful yeah. with no brakes. Had I had brakes, who knows what would have happened. Ted, did you uh, did you notice anything unusual? Did you know that, that something was maybe a I was just wondering why he wasn't running just as fast as everybody else. It made me a little curious. I was like, what was going on there? <laughs> where, were, where were you stationed at this time? Uh, you up on the tower? I was on the tower watching. Uh, we had a lot of things to take care of on the Saturday, so got there a little late. Not a good night. <laughs> you got a lot of video this weekend? I yeah. got enough. <laughs> Not enough? I said, I got enough. Oh, got enough. Yeah. It's just a lot to keep up with, and you don't have somebody telling you what's going on and where it's going on, and you're doing it completely by yourself. Right. It is not easy. I, I rely on uh, Daryl a lot to try to keep up with some of the other things that are going on because you just never know when something's going to happen, yeah. as we witnessed Friday night. Right. You had in-car cams, too. The, the GoPros and everything worked out okay. I had one in uh, Ben's car when he ran, and then I put it back in uh, Jim's car for Saturday. And you guys are usually just kind of utilizing this for uh, for personal stuff, you know, for use for... Uh, how the car is reacting in, right. in certain situations, but it's not for like public use. It's almost like internal for, you know, improvement. Uh, uh, nobody can remember what their car did every lap. And this is just a, yeah. a little bit of a benefit. To try to right. remind you what, well, did this time, this time, did this thing this lap and yeah. so on. Wow. That's, that's a great asset for a driver to have somebody like that, um, like yourself that, that has that equipment, uh, you know, to kind of reflect on and, and make improvements to, you know, it's a benefit. It helps. It, it does it helps. help. Yeah. It, especially when I have Ted pointed out the windshield, but also where I can just barely see me so I can watch my hands on the steering wheel and, you know, count the laps and say, okay, this is where the car went stupid and I can watch my hands. You know, I knew I had a flat tire. It just, I was trying to ride it out and I almost lost it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not staying out here anymore. I'm coming in. I'm quitting. We're not going to gain nothing. And uh, it was good to see Jimmy Goodwin and a couple other people back right. racing with us. Um, it was a good battle up front between the Langhams, the 19 car of uh, the D, D the third, yeah. Daryl, Daryl the third. McDonald. Yeah, McDonald the third and uh, the double zero and the one car of uh, Jonathan Langham. They put on a pretty good show. Yeah. I just hate that I wasn't up there with them. Well, we're going to get to the rest of that. Um, you know, you're going to go back out, what you say, in three weeks. You got some time to kind of reevaluate what happened and go back out. Is it three weeks from? I think it's three weeks. This past weekend, I think it's three weeks. We go because I think in two weeks they're having a maybe it's maybe it's a month because I know in two weeks they're having another race. We're not we're not invited, and then the next (laughs) one we're invited. So uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I and we're we're going to make some changes. I found some things that I didn't like that I want to change. It's going to help the car with a little bit of speed. I mean, you know, right now we're to the point where one hundredths of a second make a difference. So. We, we need to, I really need to hang a new body on that car, make it wider, but I don't have time to do that. So we're just going to deal with tires sticking out. Yeah. Well, obviously you being in the studio and, and, uh, a big, huge part of, uh, this short track guys podcast, we're going to hear about that and we're going to keep up with it for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going to go, um, to, uh, a two part session here, uh, with the Purier 225, uh, the cars tour at Greenville Pickens Speedway this past weekend. Uh, with Josh Berry picking up the late model stock car win uh, over Jared Fryer, 
Carson Kleppel, Lane Riggs, wow. and Corey Heim. And those are uh, five of the biggest names that uh, you can find in short track racing outside of just uh, our little circle here in Pensacola in the Panhandle. But uh, they had a two-part session there with Giovanni uh, Ruggiero and Caden Kloppel, uh Brandon Setzer, Luke Van House, and Austin McDonald. Now, there's five more names put into a late model stock car series race, uh, which, I mean, if you want to say that it might be a super type series uh, with the pro late models uh, going in the same circuit that same weekend at Greenville Pickens, those are 10 names right there that uh, you just, you, you can't, you can't discard. You can't sneeze at none of them. They're no. all, all big names and their, their families, uh, the lineage that's there. Right. <laughs> the names you mentioned, I mean, the lineage, the fathers, the grandfathers that were involved in racing that are coming on down the line. That's pretty awesome. The Quapples. And then, you know, you mentioned, uh, Setzers. Setzers. Brian and Setzer. and yeah. Josh Berry. Yeah. And Jared I mean, Fryer. I don't, yeah. Jared Fryer. Right. Hell, Freddie yeah. Fryer. You yeah. kidding me? One of right. the baddest. So, I mean, dude, I remember watching him when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, so you, you got lots of lineage there. And, and that's good to see because that means that this short track racing is alive and well. And some of these kids know they're not going to make it to the big time. So they're going to race late models. And that's good. That means they're going to stay short track. And that's what we need. Yeah. And a lot of these names that we've thrown out in just those 10, just at Greenville Pickens in those different series, we've seen here at Five Flags Speedway. Yeah, definitely. And they're competitive. So it's, it's short track racing is alive and well. Yeah, so we can go to the ARCA CRA series, which is uh, another, you know, center. we we talked about this last week, but it got postponed because of weather at Anderson. Um, you know, that big high bank fast bullring, uh, Eddie Van Meter, which we've also mentioned here uh, several times, uh, gets a win in a Van Dorn racing development car over Cody Coughlin. That uh, was his first win in the series since 2015, which was also at Anderson. So it looks like he's got a pretty good hold of that place. And his third win of all time in the series over Albert Francis, J.P. Crabtree, and Scotty Thompson from the pole. So you can throw another, I mean, we can throw, it would not even be a blanket. It would be like a postage stamp. Yeah, a postage stamp over all of these guys. And, uh, you know, Anderson, there's there's some videos of that race right there, and, and congratulations to Eddie Van Meter. He, I think he might have come down, um, maybe some last year. Well, the Southern Super Series, I'm not sure. It, the name sounds like he had come down to Five Flags, but I'm not sure. But that, yeah, you talk about lineage. He 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 and that whole crew up there is, uh, you know, stellar. Well, you got to look at it too, because you're looking at the future of short track racing and the past of short track racing. You got a lot of these guys that have been racing for years. And you got these young kids coming up. They never, they may never make it to NASCAR, but at least they're going to be driving short track, and we're going to be able to see them race and and put on shows for years to come. And that's what we want. Yeah, I don't know so much about um, uh, JP Crabtree, but uh, and Scotty Tomzik, but uh, you know, the, to have that host of drivers that are up there, they. They're probably uh, drivers, most likely drivers, that, um, you know, are fitting into that field, uh, like some of the guys like Michael Hind and, you know, some of our wild cards that we threw in, which we're going to get to uh, with the Twin 100s this past weekend. Um, but we don't see a lot of it. But then when they finish in the top five and we get recognition of it, then we make notice of it. And then they become part of the our, our Short Track Guy podcast family. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we want. I mean, we want these people to race. I, 
just shout out to these guys that are getting it done every weekend, even the late model teams that don't win. Hey, man, we appreciate you guys for being there because you guys fill out the field. And, you know, there's nights that you're, you got a shot. Something might happen. I've, I remember winning one of my first races, but I wasn't the fastest car there. But I wound up winning the thing because I, I stayed out there and kept digging. And that's what you got to do. Keep digging. Yeah, and this past weekend uh, was, you know, loaded. Uh, last weekend was loaded, and albeit with Anderson being postponed until this past weekend, uh, the Icebreaker 100 at the Dells Raceway Park, which we've mentioned a lot of time with uh, the Midwest Tour up there, um, you know, with the Ty Majeskis, Luke Penthouses, uh, John DeAngelis, blah, blah, blah. Those guys up there are putting on a show, too, and the Icebreaker 100 at the Dells, uh, the Alive for Five race number one, they had 25 super late models. Uh, with Jordan Dubois, Jeff Storm, which we have mentioned before, yeah, uh, Dan Fredrickson, Austin Nason, and Derek Krause finished top five. That Now, we have just mentioned 15 to 20 different names right there in three different races uh, that, I, you know, I don't know how much better, but it's going to get better in this episode. Right. <laughs> well, well you mean Derek Krause finished in the top five and didn't wreck anybody? <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, there I, I hate to say that. It's well, terrible, don't, I but don't. it's just true. Yeah. He gets in the truck series and his spotter is on door bumper clear, and he talks about if I could ever get him to settle down, quit trying to run over people and tear the dang truck up. He does the same thing in a late model. They, the, the, the joke amongst them is they're going to call the uh, – the last chance qualifier at the Derby, the Derek Krause Memorial, because he's in it every single year. Well, so, yeah, know. it's just a little jab towards Derek. Nothing personal, but, dude, chill. I wonder if the spotters ever told him to go up there and hit the pace car. Yeah. <laughs> hit, hit the pace car. Else. Why? You hit every damn thing else out there. I wanted you to be perfect. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Summers uh, was sixth. Uh, John DeAngelis, you know, our buddy up there from uh, uh, Hubertus, Wisconsin, finished ninth. Uh, Jesse Love out there from California comes in there and runs. And I'm actually surprised that some of these names didn't come and try to run the, the twins this past weekend. But, yeah. and then Casey Johnson ends up running in the back of the field for probably some mechanical issues or he had probably some problems. But Casey Johnson's usually one of those top five guys that we've talked about ends up 21st. But man, I, you know, this past weekend and we're just now getting into the good stuff. Uh, <laughs> what, what more can you say about these guys? Well, I mean, the back half of that top 10 had a lot of winners in it. A lot of guys yeah. that run up front and are used to winning. That's crazy. It, it's just, you never know when it's your weekend to, to get out there and get out front. And yeah. there could be some wrecks, too. Cause you, you know, Mechanical get, issues. You yeah, just never people know. Get, people, like I said, when we strap that helmet, our brain falls into the floorboard, and we're like, drive waste car. Yeah. Go fast, turn left. Go fast, turn left. Got you, boss. Well, the good stuff has arrived. We had the Pepper Jacks, Blizzard Series Twin 100s, Friday, Saturday night, with uh, a chance for an SRX ride in June uh, with some of the best of the best. Uh, as everybody has known, watched last year, their first season on CBS with uh, Ray Evernham and Tony Stewart and the guys putting that series together. Uh, wow. Uh, you know, Doug Kobe, Luke Penhouse, those guys getting the rides in there. We're going to get to uh, the the selection <laughs> uh, that absolutely earned it through Friday and Saturday night. We're going to get to that because – I, I can't wait to let that that rabbit go, you know. <laughs> but we got to start with Friday night and make a congratulatory uh, announcement with Stephen Nassie taking the win Friday night over Bubba Pollard, John Boland, Jackson Boone, and Daniel Dye. Um, it came down really. I, I know probably the first half of the race with Derek Thorne and Chandler Smith. 
Uh, there might have been something a little bit from December <laughs> that happened that, that went down. Bit, yeah, leftovers, you know, kind of been uh, that, fermenting that, all winter long. That, that just slight contact coming yeah, off a of turn two and then oops. never getting out of the throttle. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, he, it was, he, he'd it been was, thinking about it for a while. I, but I'm going to so. tell you something. Derek Thorne came from pretty far back in the field to get up there, and he yeah. ran him down, and he... He turned him sideways and then never got off of him. So, you know, hey, it is what it is. It's payback. Chandler shouldn't have done it to him at the Derby. Yep. So yep. they're pretty much even. And I, I hate and I'm thankful that Chandler Smith and um, the 53 car Boris Yerkovic is yep. okay. Right. Because that was a hell of a crash. Him, Cody Jett, and they, there's an end car of uh, Chandler Smith's hit, and that was pretty awful that was wicked and our boy bubba missed that on the bottom by a hair of his chin dude he come to the bottom underneath chandler chandler would have rolled about three inches it would have been doom and gloom for bubba pollard yep. but he runs second but I, I tell you i watched that whole race bubba was killing him getting in the corner and nasty drive off center off if there would have been a caution that would have been one of the best finishes at five flag speedway i guarantee you it had been checkers or wreckers between <laughs> those two because there's no love lost between those two no None. not at all they have the same thing that uh thorn and smith did <laughs> well yeah but bubba's a little more respectful but i tell you funny that first race jackson boone bubba passed him on the outside on a restart he went down to one and we come back down the back stretch and jackson boone was back in front of bubba and Bubba turned three, and he turned Jackson Boone straight sideways. He could have wrecked him, but he didn't. He got off of him, but let him know, hey, stupid, uh-uh, don't do that to me because I will, I will tear your stuff up. Well, you can imagine, you know, the tension that's been building uh, right. since the SRX series made that deal with Five Flag Speedway oh, being yeah. their first race, and then the Twin 100s coming in with Pepper Jacks being the sponsor, uh, coincidentally with Derek Thorne all the way from California, right. um, you know, three time Derby pole sitter, two times snowflake winner, you know, he, he's got the hold on the track. Definitely. So the tension had been building with the chance to run the SRX series. So we had what 30 that uh, started 30. Friday night, right? And then about 25 or so that started Saturday night, yes. And a after, lot was on the line after a long but, but Friday you're, night. You're talking, but you're talking ten thousand dollars per race. Yes. Right. If you get the SRX deal, you get a really nice toolbox. Plus, you get an SRX race and whatever all the accolades go with that. Right. So it was a lot of pressure. And I'm gonna tell you something. I have to give it to the promoters, Tim Bryant. That was a hell of a job setting that up. Because yes. That was going to be awesome, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, Derek Thorne screwed up, and then he did a three wide deal, and he got parked because yeah. he went three deep and he was way on the bottom when he got to turn one he kind of wrecked somebody else and i'll give it to nicholas he went see okay. even though the pepper jack kennels people were paying for that race he parked him and people were saying well if it was me i if i was pepper jack pepper jack kennels i'd walk away why you know the i heard those people on the uh five flag show and they said that five flag speedway is her and her husband sets her home racetrack they mm-hmm. love it here and they bought out the uh little stand down there that's the pepper jack kennels whatever now the 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 deck mm-hmm. party not, deck the party deck yeah, is party now deck, the pepper yeah. jack kennels party deck yeah. i have a feeling that those people are they're maybe, going to be here for a while <laughs> may, may or may be purchasing a racetrack we'll see what happens I, it's not a rumor i haven't heard anything i'm just that's just how i feel yeah. but those people did a great job i thought the promotion of the race was really good and uh you know, like I said, it was it was a good show. The whole both races were good shows. The local races were good. Um, just a good weekend, I, except for my crappy weekend. But hey, I had fun watching everybody else play. So it was 
it was pretty good. Yeah, well, speaking of Pepper Jack Kennels doing the sponsor, uh, let's just take a wild guess who won night number two. Yeah, well, well, I would imagine that would probably be that Mr. Thorne. A little bit, yeah. Derek <laughs> Thorne. Says, yeah. yeah, Derek Thorne. Yeah, he, Derek he, Thorne. From the back came, again. And he had to come from dead last because uh-huh. it got parked. Right. So he drove all the way up through the field, even passing our boy Bubba. But Yeah, yeah it was Derek Thorne, Hunter Robbins, uh, which they had a great battle towards the oh, end. Oh, man, um, I thought Hunter <laughs> Roberts was going to win that race. I was cheering for Hunter. I would yeah. love – he needs one, man. He really does. Yeah. And Derek, you know, had to maneuver his way because Hunter was coming. Uh, if you watch those replays, um, Hunter was coming. Uh, he had the car dialed in. I think Derek actually got to him, uh, with just a little bit left to go in the race and got by him, but he was coming back again. Uh, and had to work his way through lap traffic and I was kind of worried about that, but, uh, he got by and stayed out front with Hunter Robbins and then Matt Craig finishing third, Bubba Pollard finishing fourth and John Bolin on fifth. John Bolin actually had a great weekend too. Yeah, I was third gonna, and a fifth. Yep. I was going <laughs> to bring that up. He, he did good the last time. Yep. The late models ran here. He, he ran did. good. He ran decent at the Derby. Yeah. That dude is back. Yeah. He finished third Friday night right. and then yeah. finished fifth. So yep. Bubba, Bubba <laughs> had to do what he had to do. And I didn't want to throw that out there, but yet, but we'll yeah. get to that in just a second. But John Bolin has come back. Yep. You know, remember he was good before he left and then he, he dabbled back, but now he's back for real, man. I'm telling you, he's a contender. He could win one of these races. He just, I mean, you know, those late models, it's a minuscule little bit off, and he's right there, and it's yeah. good to see you get him back racing. And yep. he's not—he's he's one of those guys that's going to be around for a while because he's not worried about going to NASCAR. He's going to race local. He's going to race short track, and that's the kind of guys we need. We need guys like him, Thorne, Nassie, Bubba Pollard. I mean, all the guys, uh, uh, Hunter Robbins. Yeah. Dude, dude mm-hmm. I was cheering for Hunter. I would love, he's a local guy now. He's, yep. he's, his home is Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. Him and Johanna. I would love to see him win a race. And, you know, he got gouged out of the way the, uh, Friday night. And ru- I think it was Nassie that roughed him up and he roughed Nassie back up. I saw a little bit of smoke when he went by him and I was like, oh, that's not good. I don't know if a tire went down, if he got the toe knocked out or in or something. The car just wasn't quite like it had been before. But who could have possibly had a worse weekend than Donnie Wilson Motorsports? Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, Swallowing tore his Ooh. car up in Friday night's wrecks and then, and then the 26 car. Because Donnie Wilson said that that chassis is toast. Yeah. You mm. get the numbers, like number 67, Hamkey number, uh, or whatever that new Hamkey deal is. is uh, yeah. number 67 or 75 or something like that. He said the car is toast. They're going right. to have to get another one. And then a week later, a couple of days later, he posted a brand new Hamkey chassis being built on the jig. That's their new one. So. Yeah, that's nothing Toyota can't fix. Yeah, whatever. Nothing that <laughs> money that he's getting can't fix. Good right. Lord. And hey. if you ever hear one of his cars, oh there's two of them, they sound like a damn fighter jet. <laughs> Just they scream by. Yeah. You can always tell it's a Wilson car when it goes by. They got a funky exhaust on it. It sounds like a damn... It's a fighter jet when it goes by, <laughs> but good, good racing all around Friday was, night. Yeah. I was, I was tickled to death both nights. It yeah. was a lot of fun to watch. Right. Well, with Stephen Nassie winning Friday night and with the invert, there was an eight car invert. He started eighth and finished eighth. So if you're going to take that average with John Boland's third and fifth, and you can take the second and fourth finish from Friday, Saturday night with Bubba Pollard, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't know already, the <laughs> SRX ride goes to Congratulations to our man, Mr. Bubba Pollard. Go Bubba. Go Bubba. <laughs> or as somebody else would put it, Bubba Pollard. That's, well, I love he's it. He's our boy. And it's, <laughs> that was really cool. I got to talk to him, like I said, about signing that roof and everything. And that was, it was cool. He was grinning ear to ear. He, he was, was happy as he could be. <laughs> he made it. 
and he's going to get to do that. And he still has a chance to maybe do it twice. He's second in the voting in Nashville, so yeah. everybody uh, continues to vote for him. Yeah, Brittany Zamora is uh, leading that vote. And, yeah, uh, that's what we need. A, yeah. a chick who's won like one race in her career and never done anything else, we're going to put her out there. That's right. She's going to run in the back. Why don't put somebody out there like Bubba Pollard that's going to have a shot at winning the thing? I'm sorry, Brittany. I don't mean to disrespect you, but you haven't done anything. You, I mean, I know some people that know you from the Midwest and they'll tell or the Northeast, Northwest, and they will tell you she's not that good. She's good, but she's not that good. I'm going to say it. It's my, hey, this is my opinion. My name is Jim Pokeran. How y'all doing? I'm, I'm, this is my opinion on this podcast, and I'm allowed to do it because it's a free country and I can say what I want. The opinions expressed on this show. <laughs> exactly. No holds barred. But but I'm not being rude. It's just, yeah. I, I think that Bubba should, the best driver should be. It's, it's, you know, it's like the most popular driver in NASCAR was Bill Elliott forever right. because Bill Elliott's fans just voted, 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 and got him in. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, and like I said, no disrespect to Brittany Zamora whatsoever, but Bubba Pollard deserves to be in there. They ought to go by performance instead of let's let the fans decide because you know a bunch of women are going to get on there sitting at home and earn a day and vote for him. I mean, yeah, well, I mean Stephen Nassie's in there too. Yeah, you know he, I, he's got a, he's got a quite a, a big following. He does. I mean, I've actually become a fan of his lately. I I have to admit, I'm I'm more impressed with him every time he talks. Now he's not a spoiled brat and doesn't act like a jackass. So that's all I'm saying. But I, Bubba got the Bubba got the Pensacola ride. He's one of the fastest guys ever to be in Pensacola in a late model. So it ought to be interesting. Well, it's going to be the familiarity with the car versus familiarity with the track, and we're going to see who comes out on top. Well, ain't it. nobody in the field has raced at five flex speedway. Yeah, exactly. So he's the only one's got experience. All yeah. the guys in the SRX series that have driven the car a lot are going to be familiar with the car. But Bubba's going to be just. He's going to know where every. Stone yeah, where to go. <laughs> well, you can look at what uh, Doug Kobe did at Stafford last year, and look what look, uh, Luke Fenhouse after winning Slinger, Slinger Nationals did uh, with them at his, you know, one of his notary tracks. Yeah. Uh, you, you've got to you've got to put Bubba up front like that with the knowledge, and once he gets in the seat and uh, figures that car out. Uh, he's, he's got a, he got just as good a chance as anybody else in that field. Night, you know, night pajama time. <laughs> I, I wonder if they, uh, if they fly him up there. Cause I know they got to fit him in the car cause they're not going to let him run in just a standard seat. So I wonder if they, he brings one of his seats or do they fit him in a, in, in, cause they got to fit him in there. And I don't yeah. think they do it at the racetrack. So he's he not might, a small guy either. No, so. he's not a very small guy at all, <laughs> but that's awesome. Bubba. Congratulations, yes. dude, from, from us. A hundred percent, man. I hope one day we can get you on this podcast and talk to you because that would be the most awesome thing in the world. Absolutely. You're our driver, dude. Yeah, hopefully we can get him before that race and uh, kind of see what uh, if he's done any testing or practicing and, and how comfortably he feels with the car and the track, how it combines uh, the two together. And um, hopefully, hopefully we can get our fingers crossed. We've kind of planted that seed and hopefully we can follow through and then, uh, you know, follow up with another guest. And uh, that would be a big one, too. That'd be the best one. But but the thing is, I don't think they let you test it. I think what they do is they bring it to the track and you get limited. Because mm. I remember somebody talking about it. They said you get a limited amount of practice, mm. and then you talk to your crew chief, and then he makes adjustments, and you draw for your crew chief. What would be really cool for me is him to get uh, Jeff Hammond. Oh, wow. Jeff Hammond is my, my hero crew chief because he was Daryl Waltrip's crew chief through the majority of his wins and championships. So I, I love Jeff Hammond. Anyway, it was a good it was a good night for everybody. I think that uh, all the racing was good. The promotion of the race was actually pretty good, and, and it ended up being a good night. Two nights in a row, it was fun to watch. 
Um, Ben, my boy, Ben Cranford, give him a shout out. He runs qualified six, run six in the uh, pure stock feature. We still got some work to do, but Hey, he drove it on the trailer and we're happy about that. Um, the outlaw stock update real quick. I'll give you that. We, uh, we got one bear chassis headed to Bruso's shop and we got the other car. We're going to fix ourselves and then we're going to put the motor back in it, paint it. And, um, that's the one I'm going to drive. So hopefully we'll be together. Yeah. Well, we look forward to that. That's, uh, that's going to be, you know, you being one of the staples here in our studio, we're going to, we're going to obviously going to follow up with that and, and keep up, uh, with your entire season like we did last year with your championship run last year and, um, uh, see what you can do and, and maybe venture off and, and make that outlaw just as good. Yeah. I hope so. One quick thing, uh, to my crew and my, my friends that all help me out. Pardon my attitude sometimes. I, I just have a passion for the sport and I get upset. You guys mean a lot to me. You're my friends and I appreciate every one of you. And, uh, let's just have some fun this year. If we win a championship, great. If we don't, we go to try to win us a race. If not, we'll try to win a snowball derby. If we don't do that, well, we gave it our best shot. Yeah. I'm just going to give a shout to, um, everybody out there listening, uh, the upcoming events, uh, the Southern Super Series be at New Smyrna, uh, July 9th. Uh, I know that's a little per out, but, um, you know, the U.S. Legends Spring Series at Nashville. Uh, will be coming up April 15th. Uh, the spring fling, uh, at Anderson will be April 16th. Uh, the pro late models and legends at Nashville again on 416, which is April 16th and the super late 50 at Citrus County on 416. So there's a lot of events that are coming up every weekend and, and we've gone over it, I guess the last four or five times. It's getting repetitive now every week with the short track racing just doesn't have a real like time off. Uh, you know, we're getting into really the, the beginning of the season still, you know, April and May coming up, but we're just, uh, not even, we're not even close to getting going. And we had what, three weeks off and it started right over, right in uh, New Smyrna. And here we are. We're well, red speak, hot. Speaking of three weeks off, I had a fan come up to me and a couple of his buddies and they told me they listen every week. They really enjoy our podcast. He said that, uh, he loved the fact that we didn't take a break. Right. And we kept going. He said, I listen every single week. So shout out to you, dude. Appreciate you listening. Uh, share it with your friends, man. Keep us, keep us going. Get us, build us up. We want to build up some more and get, get even better. We got some upcoming races at Five Flags. I'm not sure the dates, but the next one will be Pure Stock. I might end up driving the Pure Stock. We don't know yet. It all depends on, uh, what happens with, uh, Ben Cranford having, um, to go out on the ocean with his boats and, and take people fishing because that's what he does. If you're not, I might have my happy behind in his car. So uh, that ought to be pretty neat. Interesting to say the least. Yeah, I mean, you know, that thing drives just like my old sportsman car. So, hey, why, not, why couldn't I run with uh, Loper now? Cheated up engine. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> now, now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was that out loud? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. <laughs> Cheater. Uh, oh, anyway. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just giving you hell. Uh, Robert Loper put it on his Facebook page that he, you know, he, he dares anybody to tear him down because he's legal. And I'm just like, Cheater. But, uh, uh, oh, you've heard that before, too. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, believe me. I, I, I was accused of nitrous. Down. Yeah. I was accused of nitrous and everything else. Oh, Modifieds of Mayhem. That ought, that's the next one. Uh, Outlaws and. That's going to be Outlaws, well, who's 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 going with them? To, uh, uh, that, pro, yeah, pro trucks pro truck. and pure stocks. Pro trucks, pure stocks, and then the Alan Turner Pro Late model will be back on the thirteenth. Yeah, which is uh, May thirteenth. That's your next race. Yeah, right. that's going to be cool because 
that gives us time to work on the car because we're going to take it to bins and we're going to make it faster. And then next time, if I don't cut a tire down, I'm going to bust that track record, man. I want it. <laughs> I want it. I want that my name on that plaque. <laughs> and I'll tell you what was really cool is pulling into the racetrack and seeing my pretty little face on that that big board up there as you pull into the racetrack. My pretty face. I'm so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Like limousine riding, jet plane flying. No, but it was, it was cool to see that. It really was. That's the first time I got to see it when I rolled in the other night and it has made me grin from ear to ear. So (laughs) that's a good feeling. Yeah. It's certainly a short track racing world here. It's short track guys podcast. And uh, guys, it's always Great to get with you every week and, and go over some of the results and then upcoming events and some of the excitement that goes on here in our, our studio. Uh, we look forward to getting to you, uh, our listeners, that is, uh, next Wednesday, uh, and go over some other stuff, um, and give you some short track updates and some news and just keep you, uh, abreast on, on what's going on in, in our world and, uh, what the short track world is doing to everybody, uh, that's, uh, a short track fan. Uh, Jim and Ted, um, any 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 final thoughts before we sign off? Ted, what do we always say? Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. All right, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for your support. It is our motivation, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you, thank you.